We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be bitch at Philly, 106.7 The Fan. This is the Vodka Red Bull Friday. It's powered by Scotty's Handcrafted Vodka. Scotty's Vodka is Maryland-made, amazingly smooth, and love throughout the DMV. And joining me now on the BetQL guest line, sports betting has come to Maryland don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. And joining me now on a BetQL guest line is my boy, Leslie Shepard. Played in the NFL, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Pittsburgh Steelers, the Washington Redskins, Cleveland Browns, and also the Miami Dolphins. And whenever I want to talk about uh, offensive football, I make sure I reach out to Shep. What's up, Shep? How you doing, brother? What's good, baby? Merry Christmas to you and the staff, man. Same to you, man. Listen, these dudes here, but they tripping. They, I got, I got John Lindsay. He's a high schooler in here, barking like he's a Q. Uh, wow. Got, got Jeff just lost his mind. He turned from a Chihuahua to a to a Saint Bernard just now. Landfill wow. chilling, and then uh, we got to figure out some things later on. But you know what, man? We got a game coming up this weekend. Uh, they have to have this game, in my opinion, because I feel that this is a must-win because you don't want to put yourself in a have-to-win two down the stretch. And based off the last game where everyone blamed the referees only, I think right. that if you allow yourself in a, a situation and you have any mistakes and a ref makes a call, you might get the fans to say it's the referee's fault, but it could be your fault. So they need to win this game. How do they start off by going by, going by getting that? Well, first and foremost, man, uh, the Niners have the best defense in the NFL, right? And mm-hmm. they played against the Giants last week, and, and the, um, the Giants didn't have the same defense that the 49ers have, so they're going to have their hands full, first and foremost. But I think it starts with the offensive line, right? Uh, the offensive line have to control the, the, Niners for, uh, the Niners' defensive line. They have to come out and establish some kind of identity, whether it's the short, quick passes, or and or the running game. Uh, they just can't come out and just run the ball every single time like they did against the Eagles. Uh, the Niners are going to prepare for that. They got one of the best defenses in the league, so they're going to try to take away what you do well. Uh, so they know that in order for the, uh, the commanders to be a good football team, they have to run the ball. So they're going to try to take that away. So Scott Turner, man, he's going to have to step up. He's going to have to do some misdirection. He's going to have to do some sprint outs, some rollouts. Uh, he's going to have to kind of keep, keep them off balance. Uh, because they're going to come after them. They're going to stack the box. They're going to make them throw the ball. They know what they do well. They run the ball with the two backs they have. Uh, so they're going to have to get the ball out of their hand quick. Uh, they can't be in a lot of empty like they was doing last week. Yeah. I think that put too much pressure on offensive line. Uh, they have to get uh, my guy Logan Thomas involved a little bit. 
Uh, he was real productive last year on third downs. They just kind of eliminated him from the offense. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, and, and I also believe they have to get uh, T-Mac the ball before the third quarter. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't think it's rocket science. you got to get them the ball on the bubble screens. you got to get them the ball on the slants, the quick outs, and things of that nature. Uh, I just think that helps the offense jail a little bit when he touches the ball early because as soon as he gets the ball, they seem to have a little bit of life. Uh, but mm-hmm. it usually takes a couple of quarters before that happens. Uh, not to knock anything with Dotson because I think Dotson is good too, as well as Sanders. But uh, T-Mac is our guy, man. And every NFL that's productive in the NFL, they get their number one guy the ball right away. Uh, I just think they need to come out and just throw him a bubble screen. I mean the mm-hmm. first play. <laughs> yep. You know, get his feet wet. Uh they're going to have to, uh, a key on him. If they don't do that, I think that, make, that makes us one-dimensional because um, we're so predictable, man. So I think we got to get our best players the ball. Uh, we gotta, can't hold on the ball for uh, a long time. we got to get the ball out of our hands quick. Jeff, I, I look at this game, and I think back. You, myself, Terry Allen, Marcus Patton, T. Smitty. You know, all these guys on the football team that we had that, that attitude to where – Coach is going to have to call a play game, or we're going to do what the hell we need to do. And right. I know that this football team has shown me that they have a lot of guys with a lot of heart. But Absolutely. the coaches have to make sure they put them in the right position. I see this game as more as a coaching thing than I do players. I think San Francisco has better talent than we do overall. But our coach right. is going to have to out-scheme them, and I think that's been something that's been uh, limited throughout this season. I think it has to be, Mitch. But I, I tell you what, when you uh, offensive coordinator and the offense that we have and you're on a team that has a solid defense like the commanders have, you know, I don't care what anybody say, the defense have been playing well enough for us to win the games the last few weeks. Uh, we just got to help these guys out. 12 points not going to get it done. I don't mm-hmm. care which division, which conference you're in. You're going to have to put more points on the board. Uh, we're going to have to be smart on offense. We can't uh, give – give them a short field. So sometimes we're going to have to punt the ball. Sometimes we're going to have to be smart. Uh, when we, if we get an empty, because I know he's going to get an empty because he's in love with empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Heineke has to get the ball out of his hands quick. Uh, last week, I think they got the strip uh, sack and got the ball and scored on a touchdown. That's because it was a backside blitz. The offensive line didn't communicate. The receivers that was covered over the nickel guy, he didn't communicate. So they had to get some better communication with the receivers as well as the quarterback, to let them know when they're trying to do backside blitzes so they can have some sight adjustments. Uh, because let me tell you something, the Niners are going to come in and they're going to try to punch us in the mouth. You know, they, they, this is an NFC East. It's not an NFC East game, but it's an NFC game. So they need to win as well uh, for, for home field advantage as well. So we're going to have to come out and be smart. We have, might have to play our best game we played all year. And that starts with the offensive line. That starts with uh, Heineke being more efficient and being more smart with the football. I, I, we one thing I notice is that when teams have to blitz, you have right. a chance to uh, to affect them, and you because you can catch them in a blitz and you can have big plays against them. The 49ers right. have the capabilities of rushing four and getting home. Yeah, yeah okay? we both in the group. Right. Yeah. So, so do you try and do quick game solely, or do you try some max protection? Because I think Terry can win one on one and could probably get two people if they got him in some cloud coverage. Do you feel that they have to do max protect to make sure that you, the quarterback has an opportunity to throw the ball, or are you going to just try to go with your regular offensive line against their top four? Well, I think that depends on the down and distance, right? So if we're in third and medium to third and long, I think we either leave a back end and or a tight end. I know a lot of times he wants to put everybody out into the route because we have three uh, legitimate receivers that you know can get it done. But you can't put 
the three receivers out, the back out, you got to leave the back end. He has to chip, or you have to leave a tight end in. Not, in my opinion, if you're, you're, in, you're in third, say third and you know, 10 or more, right? If, you, if you're, you're third and medium, say third and six, third and five, then you can do a little empty. You can do a little sprint out. You can do some quick stuff. But if, on, a, on a deep, uh, uh, down the distance, you're going to have to leave somebody in to protect. Trust mm-hmm. me, man. They come in. They're going to pin their ears back. And, they, you know, uh, people forget they got a guy on the other side of the Niners to play for us for some years. So he's going to have a few pointers <laughs> and tips, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when you flip to that, you know, uh, their offense, and I think we look at their offense, and I think so many people are now only focusing on on the Purdy, the, uh, the, right. the young quarterback who's now getting his chance. And I've said right. on these airways a few times this week and also last week where we had the same opportunity when I was in Philly where A.J. Philly ended up being our, touch, our quarterback. Didn't have right. the, the, the same great experience, I think, as Purdy had. But when right. A.J. stepped in the game, I basically went to him because – the, the time he had to go in the game, I was the next quarterback. So I was like, look, I'm not trying to do this. So I'm like, look, dude, just get the ball out your hands, get it to the next. First damn play, he gets hit, and it takes a little bit to get up. I'm like, dude, I told you, get the damn ball out your hand. So we go, we win, I think, five of our next six games. Right. So I think when you look at this situation, Kyle Shanahan is not the guy who's going to try to put all the pressure on Purdy. He's just trying to get the ball out of his hands to his playmakers. And we have to figure out a way to do that. But you also have to be so careful as to not to overplay because you go back and check this kid out in college, he has a passing game IQ. He's not an idiot. So how do we really affect him knowing that Trent Williams knows about everything we do defensively? Well, I think also we have to put some pressure on him. We got to get to him early. Uh, we got to make him feel uncomfortable. But, again, coaching matters. You know, Shanahan understands uh, – that the Purdy is, is is not too much different from Garoppolo, not to knock Garoppolo, uh, but it's the system. It's not the quarterback. You know, uh, he he does a good job of getting the ball into his playmaker's hands. The things we were just talking about, what the commanders have to do to make him feel comfortable, whether that's a bubble screen or a quick swing pass to McCaffrey, or whether that's a quick option route to Kittle's. Right, uh, and the Debo's not playing, but they still have legitimate receivers out there. They can make plays. So I think he does a good job of getting the ball into the guys that pretty much run the team, you know what I mean? The playmakers mm-hmm. on the team. And I think that makes them comfortable, right? If you look to your right and you got McCaffrey and then you look in, in front of you and you got Kittles here, uh, that, that gives you a sense of comfort. Uh, and I think uh, Shanahan does a good job of simplifying his offense, regardless of who's under the center. Uh, and I think that's something that we could take and use going forward, um, getting the ball to our playmakers and taking so much pressure off of Heineke. Everybody wants Heineke to put – you know, to throw that magic dust up and do something, you know, uh, extraordinary when he can just make the routine plays, man. Just uh, pitch and catch. You see the read, release, uh, and let's move the chains. I think that's the thing about it. If I watch Heineke, he so often missed the very, very simple passes, but then the routine he's, he, stuff, right. he's putting a situation to throw him up in the end, and then that works, and he gets all the credit for it. But you look at the game, the players last week, that was more about Dotson than anything, the way he adjusted and was able to come back Absolutely. for the football. Absolutely. but. The way you take the pressure off him is running the football. Now, we know the 49ers is number one against the run. They give up right. 75 yards a game. But they are supposedly, that's what I'm going to say supposedly, because this is what right. all the analytics people are telling me, that they can't stop the run up the middle. Well, all I know is Greenlaw and Warner are back are going to be on the game. Greenlaw was out, had some little nicks, but he's back. And those two guys are as good as any uh, linebacker combination out there. So. Right. What happens if we can't run the football against them? Do you go up-tempo? Because that seems to work for Heineke. He seems better in that situation. 
Well, I think if we can't run the football, I think we can use our backs in the passing game a little more. Uh, and it don't have to be so predictable. Uh, Brian Robinson can catch the ball, um, you know, just as well as Gibson can. So sometimes we're so predictable. We bring the back end and everybody know, okay, now we're going to throw the ball. Or now well, here come Brian Robinson and or now we're going to run off tackle. So I think we need to mix it up a little bit. We got to keep them unbalanced. So if Brian is in, why can't we throw the ball to Brian? You know what I mean? And 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 when Gibson's in, why can't we run the ball with Gibson sometimes? So just keep them on uh, off balance. Uh, and again, we have to do play action based on the routes and 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 the, the runs that we're doing, right? So make them look the same, right? If we go on the stretch outside, let's do a play action off the stretch outside. If we're doing a little toss, let's do a, t- a fake toss and bootleg uh, waggle opposite. So you got to try to kind of tie in the passing game based on the runs that you're going to do. Uh, but, again, this won't be an easy game to win. Uh, this, we, we was hoping that they could beat the Giants last week. They, they fell short of that, so they're going to have to come back and beat this game. Now, I, can't, I think they can win because they did the same thing against the Eagles. Uh-huh. Nobody gave them a chance. They came out and rolled, ran the ball. The defense played well. Right? We're going to have to get some turnovers, be Mitch. Uh, we're going to have to uh, make Pearlie feel uncomfortable. Uh, also, we're going to have to get rid of the football because I'm telling you, that defensive line <laughs> – from the Niners are coming. They got their ears peeled back, and they're ready to blitz him as soon as he get off the plane. So right. he, ha- he has to be prepared for that. And, and, and Scott Turner has to put him in this position to be successful. I think a lot of times Scott Turner puts Heineke in positions where he really uh, uh, uncomfortable. They're they trying to make him do something that he's not capable of doing. Just get the ball out of his hand. Yeah. Right? He don't have a strong arm. Uh, he's not the biggest guy. Sometimes he can't see over the line. And a lot of times he leaves the pocket too early. And when he leaves the pocket too early, that to me, that's just the routes are just too deep. Uh, so I just think that to take some pressure off the offensive line because we've been shuffling those guys all year, uh, get the ball out of his hands quicker, you know, do some uh, misdirection stuff, some screens, some draws, some middle screens, some outside screens, some things of that nature to make that defense play a little honest because they're going to make them throw the ball. They're going to say, okay, listen, we got all these guys in the box. Y'all going to either throw the ball or y'all not going to get any yards running. Uh, so we can't let them dictate what we're going to do. We got to be more of the dictators. All right, well, news broke yesterday. We're talking to Leslie Shepard, former Washington uh, football player, and uh, my, one of my best friends. And Shep, so Chase Young, the news came out yesterday. He's going to be playing this week. Right. I, I watched you go through extensive rehab when you messed up your elbow and all. Right. That's your arm, and you're a receiver. Right. Okay? Right. Now, Chase, he has his leg. He has right. a messed up leg, and then the other healthy leg, they have to take some parts out of it to get the other leg right. He has mm-hmm. been out over 13 weeks. I, what would be the expectations in your eyes, and should people limit theirs? Because I know I, I look at this social media stuff, and I laugh. Everybody right. thinks, the person, oh, he's back. He's supposed to hit the ground running. It, it takes a long time to get that mental right to just go out there and react. Well, I, I, I agree with you 100%. But I will say this. If you're going to come back from a devastating injury like that, I think defensive line is probably the best position to be on because, you know, you're just getting upfield and you're trying to get to the ball. Now, he's going to have some 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 issues with his mental uh, because, you know, uh, because of the injury that he had, as long as he's been off. But I think he'd be okay because they, they, he's going to occupy people, right? When Chase is out there, you got to account for him, regardless of what he does. So I think until that's going to help the other guys on the on the D line, you know what I mean? Just because Chase is out there, uh, if he can get upfield like he's been doing and, and set the edge like he's been doing in the past, I think he'll be okay. Now, is he going to be the Chase of old? No, I, I just it's going to take some time for that. Uh, he's going to have to get over that mental hurdle. And how do you get over that mental hurdle? 
by making a play, right? Like a dip and rip and get to the quarterback, uh, you know, or, 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 or control the, uh, the tackle and, and set the edge on an outside toss or, or swing play or something of that nature, something to get him going. Maybe he can get a tip ball, you know what I mean, a strip or something mm-hmm. like that. I think a, some kind of play of that nature would get him going. But I don't know how, if he's going to be the chaser. Oh, I give him maybe, he might be maybe 70%, you know what I mean? Plus, he have, you got to take, take in consideration about his, uh, his endurance, you know, yep. his conditioning, you know, you can run on a treadmill, you can do those little bag drills and all that stuff is, is one thing. But to get out there on the field, when you got to make the quick twitch motions and the quick twitch movements, that's a different animal. So uh, he's going to be fatigued a little bit. But I think just having him out there is going to help our defense, going to build the morale of that D-line. And I think this is uh, – I know people – I hope you, all, you don't take this the wrong way. This is just facts. Somebody cutting him. They go oh, in there. They go in They going to make whether sure they throw a flag or not. There oh, you no, go. They going to make yeah. sure he's mentally oh. strong enough to oh, be absolutely. out there cuz you know, listen, if I'm a running back and they tell me to help the tackle, I'm going to tell the tackle go inside. I am going to cut him. Because oh, no, I he want him he going to get cut. I, I, I yeah. want to have him thinking about it. and listen, this is football and I think people that want to if you get mad at me, you don't understand the game of football. And I right. used the example yesterday saying football is just like a wounded animal in the jungle. When you're wounded, the, uh, the animal that would normally not attack you, they're attacking you because you're wounded. You can't beat me down. You know, when the lion gets hurt, even the cheetah come get a little bit of that meat. How about that? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so it's like he has to understand. And then I think for me, I think it's been more of the mental that's been holding him back than it was the physical. I agree with that, B. I, I, you know, you know how it is sometimes with me. You might not know because you was a Superman. You never got hurt. But <laughs> speaking from a guy that come off an injury, sometimes there's a mental hurdle you have to get over. But at the end of the day, once you know you get out there with your guys, and you, you know football is football. Uh, you know, I think if he somebody try to go low on him and and, and he kind of shades them off a little bit, I think that might help him. Yeah. You know, my whole thing is his timing. You know, can he time the snap count? Right? Can he? Could he? Can he not grab a face mask? Can he not put hands to the face? Things that defensive linemen can do to get penalties, can he still be uh, uh, efficient in in that area? Still, the techniques and the hand movement, things of that nature, he's probably gonna have to get accustomed to again. Uh, but again, he's been rushing the passer, man, since he was a little shorty, man. So I don't think it'd be a problem with that. Uh, but to expect him to be a chase young to get three sacks and a strip and all that kind of stuff, that's just highly unlikely, man. But just having this, having him on the field uh, will boost the morale of the defense, and I think his presence will help. Another story I think you understand. Uh... Jeremy Reeves yesterday, undrafted mm-hmm. free agent, finally got right. voted to his first Pro Bowl. You know, right. and I know we talk a lot about the work and how a lot of youngins today don't put in that work. That youngin right. put the work in, and I think for me, like I watched the video, and I'm like, damn, why do I have like teary eyes? Why are my eyes sweating? You know, yeah. it just when right. you see a young dude that get it like that, it does a lot for you. Your thoughts on him making it? Well, first and foremost, people don't understand what it takes to be a free agent in the NFL. It's grueling, right? You 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 there in April, you get there before anybody get there, uh, and, and you there the most of the year before the veterans and everybody get there. Then generally, you're the first to get cut, right? So it's it's a process, man, and and you have to do things. Maybe sometimes when you're free agent, sometimes you got to play on it on the offensive side of the ball in practice. You got might have to play on the defensive side of the ball in practice. So the wear and tear on your body. Uh, it's it's unlike anything, and for you to uh, parlay that into a, a Pro Bowl season, uh, it's extraordinary, man. I couldn't be more proud of the kid, and, and he definitely deserves it.
All right, Shep, I have somebody want to ask you a question. A guy that we know, you know, he just said, "Man, I got to ask a question." You got, you got, you got one of the one of your dogs on the show. Let's do it, baby. All right, Shep, man, Shep's Shep's one of my personal favorites. The dude was just ferocious. Mm-hmm. You know, a dude who's good and don't have to shout it out. Yep. He just he oh, got yeah. that. They call it athletic arrogance. I just call <laughs> it. He just got that thing. He just <laughs> he just got that thing, man. I'm a big fan of Shep's. And I want to know what does Shep get for like Christmas? I mean, how do you impress a guy who almost has everything? Well, well, but me, well, let me go back. My favorite stuff when I was a little shorty was obviously the the, the electric football and the, and the rock and sock and robot. See, I'm kind of aging myself a little bit. But as far as Christmas now, man, it's, it's, I'm a pop pop doc. So, man, I just like to see my kids, man, happy, man. That's my thing. You know, what I mean, I don't really care too much about gifts. If somebody get me something, it's fine, you know, but I, you know, I don't really care too much about gifts. My whole thing on Christmas, man, is to see everybody else happy. That's my thing. He said, want to see everybody happy, but you know what? No question. He, he a granddad now, all granddaughters. Good. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's wrapped up. Good. Now. He, Good. He's not even hard no more. No, no, but really, them girls <laughs> saw, but that's, I've noticed some of the hardest guys, God gives them daughters. Oh, man. To, to soften them. <laughs> Yeah, but them hey, girls, man, though, <laughs> see what I'm saying? That's the key. No, but happy holidays, really, Same to all the got, listeners. And My God. JP, man, y'all ain't making no jokes about JP, right? I mean, oh, back we got a whole Jay- segment coming up. I understand that. We got a segment coming up later on. Uh, yeah, we, we, we going about straight JP, at him. Yeah. 1230, complaining okay, about JP. Up, man. Always good, Merry man. Christmas, and where you getting landfill? Huh? Where you getting landfill for Christmas? Oh, I'm about to run downstairs. He like a little certain thing in a certain store. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Y'all man. be good, man. Keep kicking Chef ass. Merry Christmas, man. All right, Chef, man. I appreciate you, dog. I'll see you on Sunday. Okay, brother. All right, bro. Appreciate you. That's right. Leslie yeah. Shepard joining us on the BetQL guest line. We're going to take us a quick break here. We get back. We want to start opening up the phone lines, 800-636-1067. And we want to get your predictions for the Commanders 49ers coming up this Sunday. In my eyes, must win. Code red. That's what I call it. Code red. one 800 636 1067. We're taking your predictions when we get back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.